Hey, welcome in to the Coach Bo Knows Podcast here on the Studio Soapbox Network. I'm Coach Bo, Brian O'Connor. We're recording live at the O'Connor Advisory Group Studios. Check out all things O'Connor Advisory Group at OAGKS.com. You can interact with the show on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at Coach Bo Knows Show. You can check out the Facebook page. Just search for Coach Bo Knows Show. And you can email us anytime at show at gmail.com. This is episode 45. 45 weeks we've been doing this now. And my co-host today, I'm bringing in a special guest. He was on last week's pod, the week before. I brought in my main man, P-Money, Peyton O'Connor, my son. He'll sit in with us for the show today. P-Money, how are we doing today? Doing good. Hey, we... I was going to bring you in to just talk about the NBA stuff. You are NBA insider, if you will. Okay. But um, I want to hit you a little, if you will, a little dusty rose to start you out there. A uh, little inside joke for me and Peyton. Um, we're going to talk a lot about, Peyton's going to be able to talk about NBA and the free agency, the trades, the signings, the extensions, all of that. We're going to get into all that today. We're going to hit a little bit about a couple of other things out there in the sports world. We're going to touch on WWE Last Money in the Bank, yep. and but not a lot. We're not going to do that at the end, Good. and uh, then we're going to lead everybody to be to enjoy their 4th of July. We're recording this the night before the 4th mm-hmm. on the 3rd here at the undisclosed location of the O'Connor Advisor Group Studios. If you're a long-time listener, you might know where the studios are now, but... Uh, you check us out. All things. If you have questions, you want to check out the O'Connor Advisory Group, OAGKS.com. Hit the Contact Us button. You can send me a message. We'd love to chat with you. P-Money, let's talk a little bit about the NBA. We just had free agency opened up on Thursday. Yes. And all hell has broken loose. All hell has broken loose. Now, if you listened to my pod last week, I went off you did. on one Kevin Durant. I saw this shit coming. Yeah, you did. And for those who don't know, Kevin Durant has asked for a trade after Kyrie Irving opted into his contract, which really was opting in as a sign-and-trade option. Yes. They're going to trade him. Is I, that right? I think so, personally, yes. I mean, there's no other reason for him to have opted in because he did, he could have gotten an extension otherwise Yes, that would have paid him more money. You would think so, yes. Yeah, okay. So now the Nets have got to make some decisions. We're going to talk about this piece first. Okay. Um, the Nets, if you are the Nets, are you trading Kevin Durant? For the right package, yes. Okay. Now, we just saw a pretty huge trade. We just saw Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. I'll touch on that here in a little bit. Yeah. And there was a pretty premium price when it came to picks. Oh, my God. It paid in that. So, is that the kind of package the Nets are going to be looking for, is a bunch of future picks, well, or are they going to try to get a superstar coming back? Well, so the Nets said, I think, earlier today or sometime late Saturday, they want an all-star Cowboy player and at least two first-round picks for Kevin Durant. For Kevin Durant, okay. Which is very interesting to me because there's only a couple of teams I could see Katie Goats and be like, hey, maybe this is the fit? I don't know. Okay, I want you to tell me, break it down. Give me three or four places you think Kevin Durant could end up at. Well, you have the two obvious ones, just Phoenix and Miami. Okay. Those are just on his wish list. When he gets, he wants. Kevin wait a minute. Durant. 
They're on his wish list. Is he on their shopping list? I can see him in Phoenix. Okay. Miami for the right package. Let me ask him this. So Miami is such a well-run organization. They are. They And they're someone and they have a culture that's built on, um, you know, they had Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Tough. Of all the superstars in the league, he's the biggest grinder of all. Yes. And they get guys who are role players, who are the grinding type of role yeah. players, and they play in Spolstra's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I like to think, I think Eric Spolstra's the best coach in the NBA. He's behind Greg Popovich. Yeah. I mean, I think Pop's just 73 years old now, and he's probably done soon. Yeah, he's still good. But if I was going to take somebody now, I'd take Spolstra. I'd take Spolstra, yes. Do you think Kevin Durant would fit with Eric Spolstra? This is going to sound crazy, yes. Now explain that. So... Well, LeBron, when LeBron came in Miami in 2011, 2010, 2011, I think KD had the same role LeBron had in Miami. Okay. As he's here, he's the guy, help us win a championship. Well, I can see where you're going with that, but I think the difference was, you know how we've talked about how really and truly Kevin Durant wasn't the guy? No, it was always yes. Steph's team, the Warriors? Mm-hmm. I liken that to even LeBron. When LeBron went with that big three, he, Wade, and Bosh, that was still Dwayne Wade's team. It was still his personality. Yes. Even though LeBron was clearly the best player. Yes. It was still D. Wade's team. And I think even LeBron would say it's D. that it was D. I mean, he did in yeah. that time period saying, hey, we're here, but this is his place. Yes. I wonder if... I just can't see Kevin Durant getting along with Jimmy Butler. It's it, that's where I think Butler's included in the trade. I think if <laughs> so, you would be Miami. You think they'd have to give you Jimmy think, Butler to get Kevin Durant? Yes, and he, here's why: is if you're Miami, you want to keep Bam out of bio. It's out of here at all costs. Okay, they're the future of your team. Okay, if you're Miami, and you know. Brooklyn's going to want Tyler Hero back. No. If I'm Miami, I'm going Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, a one down the line, and a guy off the bench for Katie. Because you keep Tyler Hero. Okay. You keep Bam out of bounds. You keep those two. That's your core. Those two and Katie, that's a fun big three. Okay. All right. I respect the thought there. Now, you mentioned the Suns. The two, you did the two obvious ones were the Suns and the Heat. Oh, man. Now, the Suns have been a lot of talk, and the Nets have said they'd like to get Devin Booker back in the deal or just sign an extension. Yes. A max deal. Big one. Now, Brian Winhurst on ESPN, they were there in the centers. He predicts that Kevin Durant ends up in Phoenix. They have to give up a bunch. Yeah. Um, and I think that, I think it includes a, a, <laughs> Restructured deal with DeAndre Ayton. I genuinely do. Okay. I think it's going to be. I'm going to tell us today while I was at work today. Uh, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Cameron Johnson, no one. So if you're the Suns, you're going to get a lot older doing that, aren't you? Yes. At the same time, you're in a win now situation. Is that because of Chris Paul? It's because Chris Paul. That window is shorting with Chris Paul. Okay. You have him. I think. I think. I think he's one more year in the contract. The last three years have been your window to go win. Okay, and they've been short. And, they, and, this and they've year, been short. And this was the year they really had the best team. And the best team, they lost. Yeah. Ba- embarrassingly lost. Yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah. 
Tell me about that. I did read this morning that the Lakers are trying to make a deal for Kyrie. And that's the one spot Kyrie goes. And then there's also some whispers that they may try to bring over both Kyrie no. and Durant. You no. don't see that happen. They have to give up Anthony Davis. And I don't think they want to do that. Isn't that just trading one man's trash for another man's trash? No. I think a healthy Anthony Davis is more valuable to LeBron than Kevin Durant is. Okay. Did you see, speaking of Anthony Davis, did you see Kevin Garnett's uh, video to Anthony Davis? I have heard of it. I have not heard the context of it. The context of it was he looks right at the camera and he's telling Anthony Davis, you need to go get in the best shape of your life. You need to quit being, basically quit being so soft. And you need to come in in the best shape of your life. And your goal should absolutely be to be the MVP of the 2022-2023 season. I can see it. I think Anthony Davis is a super talented guy. Who can't stay healthy. But just has not stayed healthy. And I think that he's a real good representation of, I hate putting it this way because I'm talking to you, of your generation, of kids who were, they were the best player at the AAU level. And they were sort of entitled. Yes. In AD's case, he went to Kentucky. He was there the one year. He dominated, but... They didn't win. No. With him. Nope. And he's been told everywhere he is, he's special. If Anthony Davis is healthy, he's the best big in basketball. But he's never been. I know. He's never been the actual best big. No, he hasn't been. Which, and it pains me to say that because he was in New Orleans all those years. Yeah. But yeah, he wasn't. Okay. I just don't ask. I wanted to ask you also, we were talking before we came over and started recording today. I wanted you to kind of talk about free agency and not about a lot about the extensions. We know that some of the guys got the huge extensions, yes. like uh, Jokic, Jokic, Booker, Booker. Beal, Towns. Yeah, they all got their super super max contracts. Good for them. Get your money. And have to get your money exactly. Get your money. Two fifty for five years. That's Woo. good money. Oh, we were talking okay. about it briefly on the point five back on Friday, yeah. and I said that's. Uh, Jokic's contract, he's getting paid. It was $144,000 a day. That's ridiculous. It's $6,000 an hour for the next five years. Like, what? Thank you. I want Whether you're playing basketball, sleeping, or fucking, you're getting $6,000 no, an hour. I want that. So, uh, I wanted to ask you. Now, what I want to ask you is this okay. Tell me however many teams you want to talk about, three, four, five, however many you got, that actually made their team better. In free agency this week. The Atlanta Hawks did. Right. Oh, my Talk God. Talk about things. I like one of their moves. The Atlanta Hawks traded for, for DeJounte Murray from the Spurs. Okay. Gave up Danilo Gallinari a, a 20-23 first-round pick and a 20-25 first-round pick, a 20-27 first-round pick, okay. and a 20-26 pick swap. Okay. Now, keep in mind, I didn't know this until you told me this past yes. week. A team cannot trade their their number of their first-round pick back-to-back years? It cannot be unprotected back-to-back years. Oh, unprotected. But it okay. can be swaps. Okay. Yes. So the team that gets the swap can decide where they want to move up. Correct. Okay. Yep. Okay, because we're seeing a lot of those, like the Rudy Gobert the deal. The Rudy Gobert trip. Where it's, it's like every other year. It's, it's, their pick's ridiculous. We'll get in that here in a little bit. Yeah. Like, holy cow. So you like what the Hawks did. Getting to John Murray was the perfect sidekick to trade up. Okay. He's 
probably the second best on on ball guard defender in basketball behind Marcus Smart. He can take the ease off of, uh, of Trey Young for playmaking and scoring. He's what the Hawks needed to, to win now in the East. Okay, I like it. I like that. Give me another team that you think really improved themselves, either with a trade or a signing. The Celtics absolutely right. stole Malcolm Brogdon from the Pacers. All right, tell me about that. So, Brad Stevens, I know you're not listening, but you are a basketball genius. <laughs> uh, you trade Aaron Neesmith, Daniel Tice, and a first-round pick down the line for a guy who is a true point guard. And then Celtics needed that. And they needed that. That thing got hurt them more than anything yeah, in the finals. Not having a true guy. There's a different guy bringing the ball up yes. every time. Malcolm Brogdon is that guy who can go get you 20 points a night, but will have five rebounds and eight assists a night. Okay. And he's efficient as hell. Okay. I was really happy to see that pickup for the, for the Celtics. Okay. Brad Stevens, you know, I think that he, what he has done in the past couple of years, since he was brought in as their head coach, he had a say in some of the yes. trades and some of the deals they've made. And then I thought it was so, it's humbling, but it's also just self-aware mm-hmm. when he stepped away as the head coach. Yes. I think he said to himself, hey, I can't take this team any further as the head coach. I'm better as the general manager. Yes, and, and oh boy, he got a good coach. And he's got a good one now. Doka's a phenomenal coach. Yeah, I was very impressed. And I thought that, and I was talking about that a couple times in the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and I thought that was big because you just don't see that. You see you coaches don't. actually hang on. Yeah. Or coaches that want a coach who are actually the general manager. You know, that was where Popovich came from. Yeah. He was the GM. And yeah. put that team together and said, shit, I want to coach these guys. Man, look what he did, though. Yeah. Hell and then, God. but you, you don't see it the flip side of no, that. You, you don't. don't see a coach saying, hey, I'm going to build this team and let somebody else get the he did a hell the of a, He did a hell of a job. Okay. All right. What's the next one you like? The Knicks. Oh, um, really? The we, Knicks? The Knicks. We know every year they've overpaid for somebody. But I think Jalen Brunson's the real deal. Okay. Yes, his dad's the coach of the Knicks. That's a side. Jalen Brunson proved this playoff run. He can go be a, a sidekick and say, hey, if you need a bucket and you're getting locked down, I will help you. Okay. He was Luca's only help all postseason, and now he's in New York. Do you think if Jalen Brunson had not played as well as he did in the playoffs, he would have made it still would have happened? No, not at all. I think okay. this playoff showed the league, league round, and – and players even put it on Twitter after he got the, got the deal and said, hey, you deserve a kid. Because yeah. he is legit. You think he's legit? You think that's a good, now, a full four years for $104 million, I, I would have paid that personally, but it's New York basketball. Are the Knicks having to overpay to get players? I don't It depends. I mean, recently, yes. Okay. But I think at the same time, they know they can't get a big-name free agent. Because of how some other teams are, who yeah. wouldn't overpay. Okay, so Ellen and I were talking about this last week in the play five. We said, "Hey, the New York Knicks have been saying this goes back to the the, the early nineties." Yeah, Patrick Ewing. Yeah, I mean, even when they had Patrick Ewing, there was always the talk of the Knicks are going to be the team that goes and gets the big free agent. I mean, I heard this about Michael Jordan. Yeah, that the Knicks were going to eventually get Jordan. Hey. Then it goes into the nineties, and it was still Jordan for a few mm-hmm. years, and then it was. 
they're going to get Olajuwon to replace Nick, yeah. uh, to replace um, Ewing. Ewing at the end, or Barkley's going to come over, or if we got into the 2000s, and it was, well, eventually Shaq or Durant or LeBron, yeah. you know, he's kind of winning and, those. And then, heck, we had it recently with Kyrie, LeBron, Kyrie, KD, and Zion. Yeah, they all thought they were all the, and now Zion, uh, well, it's always been this thing of he's going to end up in New York. Not anymore. Now he just signed a big deal to stay in New Orleans. Good for him. But it seems to me that the Knicks have had to overpay for talent when they're the New York team. I get that. They I, shouldn't have to. Here's the thing. is that, yes, it's Madison Square Garden. Yes, the Knicks. At the same time, some players want to go get that money mm-hmm. and have their own team. You know, the only player the Knicks have had in the last 25 years is Carmelo Anthony. Anthony. And, and why is it that with the way that this, the, the league is structured, you really don't have the haves and the have-nots? No. It's, I mean, there are a couple of have-nots, Sacramento, Utah. That's more of places people don't want to play because of those small towns. Yes. Small city. Yeah. That's New York City. I know. I, and now Brooklyn, yeah. the Nets, who used to play in Jersey. Yep. You know, 10, 12 years ago, they're now the the more exclusive team yeah. to New York. You know, they're the hotter team in the Knicks. Another shit show. Yeah. So I thought that interesting. Give me another one. Is there something else you want that you uh, think you're big, been big so far? Man, P.J. Tucker going to Philly. That's huge. Okay. So I know Dale Morey's an old Rockets GM. Mm-hmm. He wants to band back together in Houston. P.J. Tucker is 37 years old. Okay. They gave him three years, $33.2 million, fully guaranteed. That's a lot of a guarantee for a 37-year-old he, player. No. He's good. He is now worth $11 million a year. Yeah. So is that a good signing or a bad signing for the for the six? Money-wise, bad. Talent-wise, good. It gets Harden another weapon. Is Harden going to be there much longer? Yes. I think... Matter of time to be here, James Harden signing an extension to the Sixers. You think so? I think Hardy opted to have his player option to get a long term deal. Okay. Because Daryl Morey would not let him leave. Yeah, Daryl Morey, I mean, he is mentioned the old, earlier, he the was the Rock. general manager the of the Rock. Rockets that brought Harden he's in. Not letting, he's not letting Harden leave. Okay. He's not letting Harden leave. Um, okay, so tell me is there anybody you think hurt their team? With some of the deals they made this past week. Minnesota, what are you doing? Okay, explain. Oh, my gosh. That hurts um, people that like what Minnesota I hate done. it. I absolutely hate it. So, those who don't know, Minnesota traded for Rudy Gobert. Phenomenal defender, but they gave up way too much. Okay, tell me about it. Leandro Balmaro, who was their first-round pick a couple years ago. Patrick Beverly, which... You know, I like Pat Bev, but bye. Jared Vanderbilt, who is a young talent. You have Malik Beasley, who is on the come up, ready to break out. Walker Kessler, who they just drafted last year. Okay. And then let's just pick fun stuff. Unprotected, unprotected picks in 2023, 25, 27. You have a 2026 in their pick swap. In 2029, top five protected. Free. So, we've been saying, I've been, basketball fans have been saying for years, Carl Anthony Towns needs that big to play next to him at the four. Yeah. Now catch the four and go back to the five. 
Yes, Cat's probably the best shooting big we have in the last five years. Him and Gobert will not be a good fit. Why is that? You gave up too. Well, one, you gave up too much depth. Well, wait, wait, don't, don't. Are they a good fit on the court together, or did they just give up too much for him? I think it's both. I don't know. Because Cat, he's not fast enough to handle the perimeter defense. Okay. But you're going to put him like a Ben Simmons on him, or Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes. Guys before who can be more athletic and quicker. Okay. But if you're a Timberwolves this trade, you gave up way too much. Okay. You gave up depth off the bench. You gave up young talents to build around Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. Anthony Edwards has played very well since he's been there. And he's phenomenal. It's just... So are the, are the Timberwolves saying, damn the torpedoes, we're going now? I think so. Here's the problem, though. That Western Conference is good. Yeah. And this team right here is not even a five seed. But if you look at it, if they're still going to be in the playoffs, they're not going to lose a lottery pick on any of those picks. Because they're good for the next four or five years. You right? think so, yeah. The problem is the West is going to be good for a long time. Okay. That's the issue. Okay. All right. All right. Who else do you think? Is there anybody else you think did worse for their team? No, but I do have one more for the good. Okay, give me uh, Chicago Bulls are going on Goran Dragic today okay. for a one-year deal. They need a veteran point guard behind Lonzo. They got Dragic is the perfect veteran guy Okay. for our young Chicago Bulls. You think he could be a positive influence to the team? Because you have him, you still have Levine and DeRozan. They have experience. And Levine's still there. He did and not. Levine's he did still not, there. Because he, he's a restricted free agent. Well, no, he was unrestricted. Oh, he was unrestricted. Okay. But they gave him that big deal. He got, he got his money. He got his money. He wasn't leaving. Oh, okay. Right. He wasn't leaving. All right, I was curious on that because I knew that no. when I previewed that, I thought he was one of those three or four guys that I couldn't remember if he was unrestricted or if he was restricted. He was so. unrestricted, yeah, but he wasn't leaving. Okay, all right. Um, all right, last thing I got from you, I want from you, is um, I want a prediction oh. on Kyrie and KD. One, do they get traded? Two, where to? Kyrie, yes. Lakers, that's the obvious one. Is that going to include Westbrook going back? Yes, it has to. Okay. There's no way it doesn't. Okay. KD, I think he gets traded. The problem is where. Okay, give me a prediction. What is, put, it, put it on the line. Who do you think he, where do you think he's going? Man. And I was talking to you about this earlier. I had a couple of teams where I thought he was going to go to. Okay. Like, personally, I want to see him in Portland with Damian Lillard. Okay. But I think KD goes home. To D.C. I think KD goes to D.C. Okay. I think they finally pair a Bradley Beal with another partner. Okay, the Bradley Beal has got a big extension as well. And I think Bradley Beal's getting getting his partner in crime back, which is in the hunting under Kevin Durant. Okay, all right, that's a that's a really bold prediction. I like that. I just I haven't seen anybody else predict it. I've seen Phoenix. I've seen I uh, saw Wednesday Orlando, and I saw. Man. Uh, and people always know because what Paul Ben Carroll put on Instagram. Yeah, and then I saw something about um, uh, what was the other one? I heard someone say Philly. I wanted to slap him in the face. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. No, not at all. And then I, I, the other one I saw was uh, somebody uh, trying to put out there that maybe Denver. That's see here we go. That's interesting. But it'd have to be Michael Porter Jr. going back. It would be trade. Murray Porter Jr. Gordon and like co-picks. And I wouldn't give Michael Porter for Kevin Durant. I would. I wouldn't. Michael Porter didn't stay healthy in three years. I understand, but neither is Kevin Durant. It's true. 
And Michael Porter's a decade younger. That's true as well. No, I think if I had to choose, uh, look, I, I made, I put it on record. I've already said if I was an NBA team, you wouldn't trade for Kevin Durant. There was, there was no team if I was the ownership or the general manager where I would be willing to give anything for Kevin Durant. He is too much of a locker room issue for me. Yeah, and I just don't think that I can deal with that. I wouldn't want to deal with those problems. I don't want his headaches. I don't want all his wannabe LeBron James yeah. stuff. If you're going to go be LeBron James or try to be LeBron, go do that somewhere else. Because yeah. here we just team player. Oh, who's going to trade for him? If he doesn't get traded, let's see what required gonna, to get him. I'm going to put you down. Is the is, is DC, DC for, for Durant and, and Kyrie to the Lakers? That's just a given at this point. Okay. Him back with LeBron. Is LeBron big brother enough for Kyrie to keep him from being crazy? Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. Is that the one third person who can keep Kyrie from yes. being flat earth? Yes. I'm smarter than everybody in the world, Kyrie. Because yes. Kyrie knows. Here's the thing. Does Kyrie know he's shit nuts? No. Another thing is LeBron can control him again. Do you think so? Look at him in 2016. Yeah, I think it's the younger. I think it's the younger Kyrie. See, I think now that Kyrie pulled the shit he just pulled. And he spent three years with Kevin Durant. I think we're going to see a different dude. And I think we're going to see a dude who's going to be detrimental to any team. I'm telling you, I think Kevin Durant is a terrible influence, a terrible teammate. I think Kyrie Irving, we already know the guy's shit nuts. He's a flat earther. He's an anti-vaxxer. He, he's, you know, he went to Duke for a year. He thinks he's a fucking brain surgeon. You know, you can put a cat in the oven. They don't make it a fucking biscuit. Okay, so just, you know, I, I some people think they're smarter than they actually are, and Kyrie Irving hasn't lived a real life. The only person you do is LeBron. Yeah. That's the only person who can control. Yeah. And if LeBron wants him, LeBron's going to get him because he's the real general manager of the Lakers. Yeah. Which I think is a terrible thing. I do too. It just, it gets to the point where, you know, Magic Johnson, the owner, you got to talk about, hey, man. Well, Magic's a minority owner. He is. He's not the owner. The Bus family still has to control that. Oh, team. she's batshit crazy too. She's she just trying to trade LeBron for fuck's sake. Well, Jeannie Bus is smart in that Jeannie Bus understands, and you have to look at her differently, I think, than most other owners. Most other owners in sports are rich because of something else. That's a good point. And and the buses are not. Now the buses were fairly rich when they got the Lakers, but they yeah. weren't. You know, hugely wealthy. Yeah. The Lakers is what made the Bust family the mega millionaires they became, the billionaires they became. But still. Jeannie Bust is someone who grew up in the organization, worked through the organization. She's kind of been the one time where you can see a kid of an owner and go, okay, she learned from people in the business as she went. I'll tell you who she is. She's a better Stephanie McMahon. Yes. A better educated and a better understanding yeah. Stephanie McMahon. I can see that, yeah. And, and she's worked with, think about it, she's worked with Jerry West. Maddie Johnson, though. Maddie Johnson behind the scenes. She uh, was married to Phil Jackson. That's true. I mean, she's got a pedigree and an understanding. And to her, the Lakers, unlike with most owners, mm-hmm. the Lakers are not a write-off to her. That's true, yeah. To her, this is what her family's legacy is. That's true. As opposed to so many teams 
where like we're seeing Paul Allen's going to try to buy the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. Look, that guy, it's a, you know, like Steve Ballmer, the owner of the uh, Clippers. Of the Clippers. These are vanity projects, those guys. They've yeah. already got so much money. And the new owner for the Broncos. Yeah, the new owner, exactly. But they've got so much money that yeah. this is a vanity deal for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's why I think that, like with the LeBron thing, I don't think he's done a good job. No. I think he's been a little too hands-on with the, with. Now, you do have to talk to your franchise player. Yeah. But I think he's been too hands-on in the, in the personnel department. Um, and it's been to their detriment a couple of times now. Yes. But I don't see... That's why I that's why I don't see Kyrie Irving end up there. If they trade for Kyrie Irving, they're winning the championship this year. See, I... I'll say You know it. the other thing is... I'll I don't, say You it. know why I don't believe that? I'll say it. Because everybody says that every year. I think they A will. year ago, everybody was saying... Oh, the Lakers got Westbrook, and they're going to be so good. And it, Hell no, no, I knew that. It, no, I didn't fall that trap, no. These super teams don't work when they're all old. And I think Kyrie Irving's the head case. I think if Kyrie goes to L.A., they win the championship. I'm just gonna, I'll say it right now. All right. Quote me. All right, I'm going to hold you then. Hold me to it. All right. Hey, I want to talk about our sponsor this week. I want to thank Gold Belly for being our sponsor this week. And... Uh, if you go to our show notes, you're going to see a link for Gold Belly. You're going to get $25 off your first order of $50 or more. And yeah, me and P Money were looking at the Gold Belly here oh a little boy. bit ago. Georgia peaches are in season, y'all. Woo. If you ain't never had Georgia peaches, I'm telling you, you need to get on this. You can go to Gold Belly and get them shipped right from the Pearson Farm in Georgia. You can get a dozen, you can get two dozen. If y'all haven't ever had Georgia peaches, ain't nothing like them. Go and get you some there. There's also some really cool things you can get because peaches are in season. A lot of different places have got stuff. Check out the link. Another thing we saw, oh P-Money. Boy. We were looking at the Weekender boxes. We were. And we saw a couple of One, that tasted New York. Mm. That had the Gray's Papaya Hot Dogs. The papaya juice, yep. John's New York pizza, and the Junior's cheesecake. We've had you and I have gone to Junior's oh cheesecake, boy. and oh it's man. so good. It makes me kind of miss New York a little bit. Yeah, that's that was that's that plate we liked it. We went it to the one down by Times Square. It was good. Yeah, and then uh, so taste. Check out some of those weekender boxes. The Taste of New York, the Hancock Gourmet Lobster one. Oh. P money. This might have to come. We have to wait till mom's out of town for a week. I know we do. When mom goes for training. We had to get lobster. Look at that lobster. Yeah. We were looking at this. The Hancock Gourmet Lobster. The lobster spread to make your lobster rolls. It has the buns, the lobster salad, the whoopie pies, the Bloody Mary mix. Man. Oh, boy. We, we need to do this. We do. We'll wait till Mom's out of town, and we'll hit that up one weekend, you and me. Hell, yeah. We'll hit that lobster. That's, cool. that's one of our things. We like that main lobster. We do. <laughs> Yes, so hey, go to go to our show notes. You'll see Gold Belly, the link in there. You follow the link. You're going to get twenty five dollars off your first order of fifty dollars or more. There's some really cool stuff from restaurants all around the country. A lot of different packages. There's classes on the website you can check out. Check out all those things. We thank Gold Belly for being a great sponsor, and we really encourage you to give them a try and check them out. Thanks so much to Gold Belly for sponsoring the podcast today. All right, P Money. We got a couple things to talk about here. One, USC and UCLA are joining the Big Ten. What did you you think when you heard? I talked about this a little bit on Friday. So we'll talk a little more about it today. I was at work when I found out about this. I was at work, 
And I told myself, how did Lincoln Riley pull this off? This wasn't Lincoln Riley. I think, hear me out. I think it's a little bit of saying in football. Well, it, it's a football. So, conference expansion and conference, all these pieces that are moving around, yeah. is definitely all football related. Absolutely. You know, Ellen and I had this argument on the point five. She was saying that, you know, she thinks that basketball plays a part of it. It does. The, it, the Big Ten is a football conference. Yeah. Now they, they have great basketball, and they and they do great ratings in basketball. But most of football. But the Big Ten is currently negotiating with both Fox and ESPN for a TV contract. They want to deal north of what the FCC got. And they get a bunch and the SEC's deal expands in number when they add new members. That's why they added. That's why the Oklahoma Texas thing, I believe, is going to happen in 2023, mm-hmm. not 2025. Yep. The extra money from ESPN pays the fees for Texas and Oklahoma to get out of the out of the Big 12. Yep. Now, in this last week, we saw the first these new dominoes. There was a. Kind of a gentleman's agreement between the Big Ten, the Pac-12, the Big 12, and the ACC. They weren't going to raid each other. No. And that's out the door now. Yeah, it is. The Big Ten just said, up yours. We're we're in here. And they went and got UCLA and and USC, which is smart because it's the biggest TV market that nobody has. Yes. The SEC can't go to... um, to California. No. Nope. It doesn't fit who they are. No, not at all. The SEC was smart in adding Texas, adding Oklahoma, and it gives them a footprint in the Midwest. It gives yep. them a big footprint in Texas with Texas and Texas A&M now. Mm-hmm. Where the Big Ten could go was really only going west yep. to get other big schools. Because you've got to get markets. Yes. <coughs> Pardon me. USC is the real professional football team yes. of the city of L.A. Absolutely. The Rams and the Chargers have been there a few years now, and the Rams are more popular than the Chargers, but USC is USC. They have a long tradition. They do. National championships and Heisman winners. and yep. They made a commitment to football. Long and time. now they're getting this commitment from the Big Ten. Ooh. Now, I did read this morning that UCLA... They were going to be a part of this either way with USC. You're going to put those, going to keep those two together. But um, I did read that one thing that pushed UCLA to doing this was first thing was the money. Yeah, they run a huge deficit. They were running a huge deficit. Mm. COVID happened and worsened that deficit. Yep. This is going to rescue them from that. But then also. What they've realized, and I guess something happened this past season in football, they realized they had no home football atmosphere in the Rose Bowl. But something happened in 2021. They hosted a game early in the season against LSU. Yep. And all the LSU fans came out to LA. And there was all of a sudden an atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And they went, we got to get this. Now, they knew they couldn't get it from the SEC. The SEC did not want to do with anything from those West Coast teams. No, they don't. They no. just don't want it. They can't make that work. No, they can't. They can't get out west of Texas. No. they got other teams close enough that it's going to work for them. Yep. But the Big Ten makes sense because 
you've had the Rose Bowl rivalry yep. of the, the Pac-10, the old Pac-10, the old Big Ten. Yep. UCLA, USC, they've been in the Rose Bowl many times mm-hmm. against those teams. We've seen USC come east and play Michigan and Michigan State and Notre Dame. And mm-hmm. and Notre Dame, I think, is going to end up in one of these conferences sooner or later, too. too. Yep, they better. So now we're seeing that the the, 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 uh, the Big Ten has expanded. Yep. They're now talking to two more teams. They just couldn't announce it. But looks like no. they're talking to Washington and Oregon. Which would be huge. Now, I think that's big because, one, Oregon is Phil Knight's school. Yep. If you know Phil Knight, he's the creator of Nike. Yep. He was the, the former CEO. He's still the chairman of the board of Nike. Yep. It's a huge deal. They spent a lot of money with Oregon. And that university spends a lot of money on all sports. And it's going to make Nike a bigger deal in the Big Ten. Yes. <clears throat> Pairing Washington brings you another West Coast team, a big university, a state school, and a dominant state school. Yes. So now it looks like those two schools will be the next two, and that's going to put... The big, the big Ten at 18, 18, yeah, 18 no, yeah. and they may expand two more to 20. They're, of course, talking to Notre Dame. Yep. Um, I suspect they're going to talk to Kansas at some point. Yeah. I think they talk to Kansas. I mean, they, they, talk, they might call Colorado. Yeah. Um, I, I suspect they'll go and try to pick off one or two teams from the Big 12 yep. to expand to 20. I think it's KU and K-State. I don't think K-State has any chance of going to one of these, so. these mega conferences. Really? No, I think that the Kansas State has no chance of getting into it. Um, I think if Bill Snyder were 20 years younger and still the coach oh, then yes. at K-State, yeah. he would have a chance of that. But I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I think that what we'll see is the expansion of the Big Ten to include Washington State. Washington, I'm sorry, not Washington State. Washington and Oregon takes them to 18 teams. Mm-hmm. They'll try to pick up. Notre Dame is going to get pulled two different ways. The Big Ten will try, and the ACC, and the ACC will try. And the ACC desperately needs to get Notre well, Dame. Well, they already have leverage. Because all the other... The basketball. Yeah, here's the... All the, all the other sports from Notre Dame the play ACC. in the ACC. They However, there is... Something that's going to happen to the ACC next. I think the next domino to fall. The they've already said the SEC is talking about. They're at sixteen. They're going to expand four more. Oh man! And I think that's Florida State. I think it's North Carolina. Nope. I think it's Clemson. I think Dabo's going to fight it tooth and nail, but he's not going to be able to say no because it's too much money. Yeah. And I think it's Miami. Now, I know they're also talking to Virginia. Who, who, who what Virginia is? Well, Virginia is close to DC. Uh, DC market. True, yeah. You got to think. They're thinking TV markets. Too much smart. And yeah. they're thinking, well, we have Florida State. We already have Florida. We got most of Florida already. Yeah. It'll be Miami or Virginia, not Miami and, and Virginia, Virginia, unless Clemson overplays their hand. Which they honestly might. Which they may. If Dabo doesn't shut up, and I tell you what, if I'm the AD and the president at Clemson right now, I'm not telling. I'm Dabo. telling Dabo. You're not talking about this in interviews. No. Because we are going to make a deal. Yeah. And we have to because there's too much money. Yeah. 
And when that happens, I think we're going to see those four schools. I think it is going to end up being Clemson, Miami, Florida State, North Carolina. Okay. It all makes sense. It does, yeah. If they don't get Clemson, I think it's Virginia. If it's not, if they don't take Miami but do take Clemson, then they take Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, I could also see Virginia Tech in there, but I think it's more likely Virginia because UVA is a big-time, yeah. high-dollar it's about boosters. It's about yes. high-dollar boosters. It's are. about having not millionaire boosters. Billionaire. Billionaire boosters. Yep. It's about TV markets. Yep. And you better be committed. Yep. Now, what we're headed to is these two dominant conferences with 20 teams. Oh, jeez. And when we see that, we're going to see playoff expansion. Yep. With guarantees of three or four teams from each of those getting in. Yep. And then we're going to see the ACC, the Big 12, and the Pac-12 all chewing each other up, trying to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. We already know that BYU, Central Florida, Cincinnati, and Houston are all going to the Big 12. Is it this year or next year? In 2024. So, okay. Now, don't be surprised if that moves up to 2023 because there's going to be some money flow. Oh, yeah. Especially when ESPN kicks in that money mm-hmm. to the SEC to buy Oklahoma and Texas out. Mm-hmm. But then it comes down to, all right, who gets rated next? Yep. Now, the Big 12 just hired a new commissioner. They did, yes. And he better be talking to people, and he better be saying, he better be protecting his people now, and they better be quick on expansion. Yeah, they do. And they better be putting out, they better be going to Fox and Fox Sports and saying, we need a contract right now. Yes. The next one of those three uh, those three conferences to get a, a TV and streaming deal wins. Yes. They're the one that you know will survive. One's going down. Yes. I think the Pat 12 going down. I think it's the ACC. I don't know. I think once you raid those four teams from the ACC that's and then Notre Dame decides to go to the Big Ten, yeah, that's true. I think it's going to be all hands on deck. I think yeah. the Big 12 will come in and grab Virginia I, Tech. I could see them grabbing Virginia Tech because they got West Virginia already. Yep. I could see them trying to grab... Um, um, Charlie Close in the ACC. You're trying to think of, yeah, I was trying to think, uh, they don't have the like Louisville. Would be a good I can one. see that. Louisville would be one you'd want to grab. I can see them trying to go to the Big 12 or Pac-12 and grabbing Colorado. Do they try for Duke? Um, I think you can try. The problem is that Duke carries no water in football. That's true. And, and Ellen and I argued about this last week. This is why North Carolina is going to leave. Yeah. Duke is no longer Duke in basketball. They're not. Now, they will be this season. Yeah, that's about it, though. But Coach K is gone. K's In gone. North Carolina, Roy Williams is gone. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way, to Roy Williams be elected to the Hall of Fame. Yes, indeed. We'll get to that in a bit. And then, um, but uh, without that. That's not a rivalry. That's not a rivalry anymore. No, it's not. I mean, there's there's a rivalry between Duke, Carolina, Wake Forest, NC State because of Tobacco Road, that whole area. But that's different. It was than what we're talking about. Yeah, we're di- it's different than what we're because it goes back to Dean Smith. Yeah, Coach K. Yep. It's different now because now it's about the money. Yes. And 
a Duke North Carolina basketball, you can still have those games. Yep. You can still have. You can still do a, a Duke versus Carolina. Put it on the put it on the conference schedule. Or put it on the non-con schedule. Yeah. They could play that. They could play that fucking on Christmas night if they wanted to. They could. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, whatever you want to do, you can do that. Make money. You could play it as the last game of the year. They could. See, I think you could still get away with that. I think Kansas should do the same thing on Missouri. I agree, hundred percent. Kansas played Missouri this past year, filled up Allen Fieldhouse. They're going to play again next year. Mm-hmm. They play next year over in Missouri. I think so. I don't know if it's this year or next year. Okay, I don't recall. But they owe Mizzou one in Mizzou. Yep. Now, see, so you can do that still. Yeah. If you're Duke and Carolina, mm-hmm. and what you do is you tell the conference, okay, we'll make our deals with you, but we want this game, mm-hmm. and we want to play this game on this day. Mm-hmm. And there's two ways you can do it. You could play it on Christmas. You could play it on New Year's Day, mm-hmm. January fifteenth, whatever. Hell, we just Thanksgiving basketball. You could play it the last game of the regular season. Yeah, yeah. And say, hey, we know that normally you have these conferences, but carve this out. If North Carolina is talking to the SEC and they say, hey, we'll come over, but carve us out that last Saturday of college basketball season, and give us last where we can play Duke. Yeah. On CBS. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The SEC would allow that. They absolutely would, yes. And that would keep Duke happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's no different than Duke in basketball could become what Notre Dame is in football. Yeah. If they're good enough. Yeah. And we don't know how good they're going to be now. We'll find out this year. We'll find out in a couple of years. It's going to take a couple of years so we know. No, yeah. So I, I think you can carve out some of that stuff. Yeah. I just find the whole thing interesting. This was all started a few years ago, and you know, I predicted we were going to go to four 16-team leagues. I thought it was going to end up being the Big Ten, the SEC, the Pac-12, and the ACC. I thought be the last four standing. Well, and I thought that because of the leadership at the Big 12 at the time. Bill Bolton was a terrible commissioner. He really didn't have a fucking clue what he was doing, and. They were so poor in how they chose their TV contracts and everything they've done has been second class to the other conferences. Yep. The Big Ten just dropped an H-bomb on all college sports. They did, yeah. Taking USC and UCLA. Not just because they got those two franchises. No. But because now the regionalship of it does not matter. Nope, I mean, they're going to have teams all the way east. They have a team in New Jersey, in Rutgers. Flying to California. Going to California. Yeah. Now, what I did say about that, Ellen and I spoke about that on point five, is he said, hey, you better do something where these schools are going to take their non-revenue sports and treat those kids well. Those fucking kids shouldn't be getting on a bus and going from... L.A. to Michigan no, for a girls' softball game. No. Or buses from, you know, Rutgers to California. They need to hire. They need to have chartered jets for them. Yes. Just like you would and everything else. Yes. Even the fucking golf team. Yeah. Better be flying. Yeah, no. Yeah. I agree. And and, it, and we they should absolutely be doing that with some of this money. Yeah. And they should be carving it down. Now, the SEC has been fortunate. Now, first off, they have the most passionate fan base. They do, by far. I mean, yes. look, I mean, you have the Texas schools, Oklahoma added, huge fan bases, yep. passionate fans. 
you add those to Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, LSU, Kentucky, Florida, Tennessee, Ole Miss. They're all nuts. Mississippi State is nuts. Yeah, they're fucking cowbells. Go to my game there. Yeah. I was talking to my boy Brad Sive about that. They went to the K-State, Mississippi State game a couple of years ago. Yep. He said, by halftime, you're tired of fucking cowbells. Oh, I'm tired of listening to them on TV. TV, you can hear. Oh, gosh. Everybody is passionate, except for Vanderbilt. Well, they're the harbor of the South. They, they are. They all the smart people. They yeah. smart, though. So, man, you're the Big 12. You better be jumping quick, and you need to... Find a way to make Oregon and Washington a better offer than the Big Ten, which I don't think they can. You know who they get? Colorado. So I think they go for Colorado. I think you go for both the Arizona schools. Yes, I agree. I think you go for Utah. Okay. And then if Oregon and Washington end up in the Big Ten, call Stanford. Yes. Call Stanford. Yes. And then protect the schools you got. Yes. Try to build a 16. Because mm-hmm. they have what? 14 right now? Yeah, they go on and go to there at 10. They lose two, the game four at 12. 12 right now, okay. So get the 16. Get the 16. And the the schools you got to pick up first phone calls to me are the Arizona schools. Yes. Arizona State has the biggest enrollment, second biggest enrollment in the country. What's funny is if they grabbed Arizona State, they would have number one and number two of enrollments because UCF is the biggest enrollment in the country. Arizona State is second. That's true, yeah. You grab U of A. Now, they're going to be rivals, Mm -hmm. and they're going to rival with your West Texas teams. Yep. Your Texas Tech. You know, you've got TCU. They're in Dallas. But Yeah. You got Baylor out there, yeah. So, I think you've got to call those those two. I think Utah makes a lot of sense. I think Colorado makes a lot of sense. Yes. And then I think you make the call to Stanford. Yeah. If you could get Stanford somehow. That's huge. That would be big. Yeah. Huge alumni base. Wealthy alumni base. Very much. I mean, you're talking about an alumni base that, I mean, this is, I mean, everybody knows who John Elway and Tiger Woods are. But we're talking Silicon Valley. Stanford. Yeah. That's the school that, I'm surprised we haven't heard rumors of them in the Big Ten yet. And if we, it ain't like the Big Ten doesn't do that. They got Northwestern already. Northwestern, yeah. Yeah, and it didn't like Stanford doesn't like sports because they're always in that the cup for all the different sports. They are. Yeah. They're always one of the top teams in all sports. Yeah. They've played good football out there before. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been competitive. Yeah, the talent they have out there. Yeah. So it could be very interesting to see that happen. It'd be fun. It'd be interesting to see what happens. The ACC's got to figure out something. The Big They're 12 has to be aggressive. And the Pac 12 now has to be aggressive. Yeah. Otherwise, the Pac 12 becomes the Mountain West. Oh, no. Well, think about oh, it. If you, lose, yeah. if you lose your be- your biggest two schools, and biggest two as far as your LA. Yeah, your LA. And you lose Oregon and Washington, what are you down to? I mean, you lose the Arizona schools. You're down to Stanford. Down to Stanford, Colorado, Colorado Utah. Utah. You got you. The you don't have BYU. They're not in the conference anyway. No. You don't. You don't. You've got. Um, I don't know. You got Oregon State and Washington State. Yeah, but who gets them? I mean, yeah, you've got a bunch of second tier teams. So they're going to end up having to grab San Diego State and UNLV. Yeah. You know, New they, Mexico. They steal Boise State. Yeah, I think you guys are talking to Boise. Yeah. I think you guys start talking to uh, you, 
if you're the Big Ten, maybe you try to steal a team from the Big 12. Maybe you're calling those teams in West Texas and saying, yeah. hey, look, man, you really want to be in a conference where they don't have Texas and Texas A&M anymore? Sure. You want to come out here with us? Yeah. It's going to come down to those conferences, those three conferences. Mm-hmm. You got to close up your with your doors. Make sure nobody else leaves. You yep. got to get a TV deal and a, and a streaming deal quick. Yep. And you've got to go start poaching. Yes, you do. And these commissioners, these presidents, they need to be on the phones. They need to be working hard. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yes, it will be. Hey, last couple of subjects I want to touch on is July Fourth is tomorrow. We're yep. going to come today when this comes out, yep. and this is kind of the. Um, in a way, the theoretical middle of the Major League Baseball season. Most teams are right at 78 to 80 games. Yep. It's about halfway through the season. Have there been any big surprises to you this, this season so far? i got the standings up. I'm looking at it here. Oh. Um, I'm looking at it. You know, it's kind of funny because I kind of pegged this American League. You did. Uh, up, other than I had the Blue Jays win in the East, yeah. the Yankees are playing much better than I thought they were. Yeah. I had them in the playoffs. Yeah. But... They're playing 725 ball. Only three other teams are over 600 ball right now. Yeah. Uh, And that's pretty outstanding. I do think that the schedule in the American League East, they play more of each other in the second half. Yeah. So we'll see if the Red Sox, the Rays, and the Blue Jays can. I don't know if anyone's going to catch the Yankees. They're 14 games up almost, 13 and a half. 13 and a half, yeah. That's hard to do in half a season. Yeah, it is. But. You gotta think the Yankees will come back to the pack a little bit. Yeah. But the Red Sox played seven hundred ball mm-hmm. in June mm-hmm. and only gained a half a game on the Yankees. I know, yeah. They did go from being like seventh in the wild card to the top wild card. Yeah. So that man. that's good for me as a Red Sox fan. But yeah. Um well, Minnesota. Yeah, you know, I picked Minnesota in the central. You did. I think them getting Correa this offseason yeah. game that one thing they needed. They're bad in the lineup. Yeah, I think so too. I think the White Sox have been grossly under underperforming. They have been whole. So I mean, they're they're actually a game under five hundred as we go into that's not good. Fourth of July. That's not good at all. Um, I think the biggest surprise to me is the the Central and the National League, the Brewers, the Cardinals. Um, the Cardinals being the Brewers and the Cardinals are kind of taking themselves ahead of the pack. They're doing yeah. thirteen games ahead of well, yeah, of, a, of everybody it's, else. It's the, the Cubs have been horrible. Okay. I thought the Reds were going to be improved. They've been bad. No, um, but the Brewers, who I picked in the Central, yeah, they are not running away with it. Like Just look at the division. Yeah, if the Brewers, Cardinals, and who else? Pirates aren't good. Have you seen the Pirates' big bat that just came up? Oh, uh, O'Neill Cruz. O'Neill Cruz. He's been raking lately. Yeah, I mean, he, he, a, he hit one, I think, today, I think. It was a couple of days ago he hit the one that was off. The exit velocity was 112 it's miles an hour. Ridiculous. I mean, I mean he's 6'7 six, or 6'8? Six, I think 6'7. And he plays shortstop. Yeah, I know. Lead off hitter. I can't wait to see this guy as he gets a little bit older. So. They come to KC? I don't think so. Dang. Next year. So. We're going to see plenty of uh, Royals games here in the... Uh, Late July or almost the Royals. The Royals. So the Royals have been bad. They have not the worst record in the American League, but the second worst record in the American League. They are 13 back in the Central. Yep. They're 19 games under 500, 29 yeah. and 48. That's right. And uh, they've been among, I think they have the second or third worst, the fourth worst record in all of Major League Baseball. Yes. They'll be sellers. 
you know, coming up here in July. We'll start seeing trades happening yeah. soon. They just traded Santana away. San Carlos Santana's been traded. They did, that was a good deal for them. That was a very good deal. Getting anything back for 37-year-old Carlos Santana is a good deal. Yeah. Um, I suspect we'll see them trade Andrew Benintendi. I've had a couple other guys. Come back to Boston. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think the other thing I think we'll see. Did you see with the Royals, though, where I'm going with this? Okay. So a big complaint has been on the business side that if you're someone like we are who's cut the cord, you can't get the Royals games locally. I know. They're not on Hulu. We have Hulu. They're not on Hulu. We don't get them live on Hulu. We don't get the Bally Sports. No. So Sinclair, that owns Bally Sports, just a couple of weeks ago, just got their app out. It came out on the 20th of June. If you want to watch Royals games, here's the cost. If you want to watch Royals games on the the Bally Sports app, $20 a month. No. So they've got right now, I think it's six teams. None of the teams are good teams. It's the Guardians, it's the Royals, it's the Rays. The Rays are probably the best team. The Tigers, of the Bally Sports teams, they put out six already on the app. Right. Now, you don't get all the teams no, you don't. if you buy the app. You no. only get the one for your market. Jeez. And I heard, I was listening to the Orand and Marchand podcast, okay. and they had talked to the um, CEO of Sinclair Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, it's $20 a month, and that's cheaper than what Nesson is charging for their app in the Boston market. If you don't know, Nesson is the Boston sports yeah. uh, version of Ballet Sports. They cover. They have the Bruins games and the Red Sox games. Yeah. So their app is $29.99 a month. But you get both the Bruins and the Celtics in all their programming 24 hours a day. Yes, it's beautiful. Valley Sports app, you get the programming, but if you're in Kansas City, you get the Royals games. No. If you're in Cincinnati, you get the Reds. I'd rather just go to every every home game, especially in the month of August. Well, yeah, but but that's not feasible for most people. uh, We're going to go to a lot of games. We talked about going to games in August because I'm a Red Sox fan. We're going to hit those. Well, that and the Padres. The Padres are going to be Yeah. That's not. That's true. What we're talking about is when you're actually trying to figure out what you're going to pay for. Are you willing to spend more money to watch Royals games than Netflix? No. Heck no. I mean, that's the thing you got to think about. That's true. Is are the Royals, who are currently, as we're talking, 29 and 48, mm-hmm. worth $20 a month to watch on television? No, not at all. So I don't know. I think that's Sinclair, but they need to talk about, you know, you're going to charge 20 Why not charge 25 but include all the teams? Yes. I think they have to work that out with Major League Baseball. And Sinclair also does own, or they broadcast for a number of the NHL teams. Yes. So in some markets, you will get both. But, but in markets like Kansas City, Cincinnati, Tampa Bay, well, you only going to get the one. Well, yeah, sure. Because Ballet Sports does not carry the lightning. No, they don't. That's right. Um, in right. Detroit, you're going to get the Tigers and the Red Wings God. at that price. But, but you're paying for it all year round. And hockey's over. And, yeah, so right now you're only getting the Tigers. Yeah. And then you'll get if you keep you have to buy it all year round to oh, get the hockey. That's games. not worth it at all. So I was wondering what your thoughts no, were on not, that. No, not worth it whatsoever. You know, we have MLB TV, and so oh, we have we do. which was one hundred and nineteen dollars for the full season. Yeah. 
And we get every game. Except the home run games. Except for the Royals home games. Which is worth it. I can watch Red Sox instead. Yeah. <laughs> and if the Royals are... Away, we get Away, it. we get it. Yes. Yeah. So Which is nice. We get their feed, but not the opposing team's feed. Which is five by eight. So, I mean, it's... But that's... Uh, I wanted to ask what you thought of that. So. Nah, no, <laughs> no. No, no, no. I, I think Sinclair's going to overplay. You know how they financed that app? Mm. They sold Ring of Honor to Tony Khan. Done surprising one bit. Yeah. Selling Ring of Honor to Tony Khan was their oh, way of God. helping finance the... the, uh, the Adderall man. The, uh, yeah. We're not going to get into all the Tony no, Khan AEW not, stuff. Um, hey, last night was WWE's Money in the Bank. Neither of us watched it. No, I got the alerts. I got the alerts. We know that the Money in the Bank winners were Liv Morgan. And Austin Theory. And oh, Austin sorry, Theory. Theory. Sorry. He's going to be Austin Theory. I'm gonna, He's Austin Theory, yeah. And then, if my name is Austin Theory, I'm going to call him Austin Theory. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liv Morgan then cashed in her Money in the Bank. in and beats Ronda Rousey. Which is brilliant. So that means Ronda Rousey takes some time off. Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. And then Austin Theory looked like they were pushing for a match for him and John Cena at SummerSlam. That's fine. That looks like it's being pushed all the way back, according to what we're seeing on the internet, to WrestleMania. I mean, because if they can build Theory right, well, I'm here for it. Well, Cena is making movies, and yeah. he has the same deal The Rock does. Yeah. Insurance companies will not underwrite the movie oh. if Cena is going to wrestle. Yeah. You can blame The Rock for it. The Rock got hurt when yeah. he wrestled John Cena. Yeah, exactly. And now they have to do these, they have to yeah. have these Hold wrestling appearances. Yeah. And if they're going to wrestle, they have to do it when they're not booked to do a movie. Exactly. And when you've got those two guys, it's so hard to find that time. Yeah. So Absolutely. Do you think, uh, is there anything interesting to you on WWE right now? No. Uh, actually, I will say, Roman and Brock at SummerSlam, Gives me intrigue. This is the eighth time they'll have fought with it. Hear me out. Do we see a Seth Rollins part two, but with Austin Theory? I don't think so. Is that with Theory Catcher? I don't think so. I can see it. Yeah. I think that's a little bit of reading too much into this. I was Vince's boy, so. My question here, let me talk about Vince for a second. Okay. They have the, they have the investigation ongoing. Another, yep. another, another legal team is involved now. Another outside yep. people looking at the Vince McMahon stuff. Mm-hmm. He has been on Raw and SmackDown each week, yep. each each show, he, welcoming people. Yeah, is this is now just him showing his face every time, saying I'm still here. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I really thought the first time it might have been him saying goodbye. I think it, I think it still is. I don't think it is at all now. No, I think it's fuck you now. I think well, Monday it made sense. On on when he came out raw, that made sense. They're building the John Cena's twentieth year. But I think really I think I really think Vince will say goodbye here soon. And God, I hope so. Please, yeah. out. Well. Well, P-Buddy, I'm glad to have you in today. We're going to chop it off there at the end. I want to uh, thank you for coming in today. Hey, I want to remind everybody, and I want to say some little ad for the O'Connor Advisor Group. Um, look at your life insurance. Do you have life insurance? I want you to check us out. Come to OAGKS.com. I want you to go hit the contact us. Give me a link. Just send me an email on there. You send a little note over to me, and uh, I'm happy to go through. we got 75 different companies we, we can partner with and here's what I'll tell you do you have the right coverage right now 
Are you a business eating something for your business? Are you needing some coverage that you want some cash to? Are you looking for temporary stuff? There's a lot of websites out there that do a lot of good work when it comes to term insurance. We can help you there. We're just as competitive as they are. But a lot of times, they don't do a good job of educating you to what you're getting. If you have confusion when you're going to those, hey, give us a call. Give us a chance. Let us help you out. We want to be your partner. So go to OAGKS.com and get more information there. I want to thank Tyler Jones, everybody at Studio Soapbox, for all you do behind the scenes. Thank you, sir. Uh, most importantly, I want to thank you, the listener. I hope you're enjoying this. If you get a chance, rate us and review us, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google, Spot, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get this podcast, give us a five-star review. I'll be on the Jones Report again this week. Don't forget to check us out. We do Coach Bo's Football Fix. The BMO Boys here on the Studio Soapbox Network. Check them out. Yep. They are going to be doing some talking this week, I'm telling you. Oh, yes, going to be some stuff going on there. Yep. Um, and, uh, and check out in our show notes, Gold Belly. They're a great sponsor. We really appreciate them getting involved. And the best way you can help us is by working with the companies that sponsor us. Thank you so much. They help bring this, uh, at, at, they bring this free to you. So if you get a chance, check them out. Until uh, Friday, I'm Coach Bo, Brian O'Connor. I'll be back on Friday with Ellen. And uh, I want you guys to have a great week. A happy 4th of July. Be safe. Take care. Remember, your time tokens are non-refundable. Take care, everybody.